Hello, my name is Kyle Stoner of The Unrealist, and today we're going to talk about commissions. If you ever wanted to know about how you can sell your home or buy your home, but especially if you want to sell your home without paying that traditional 6% commission, uh, this is the day. This is when we're going to really kind of dive in. And I brought on uh, Derek Morgan. Uh, he's our essentially guru, OG, head of brokerage for unrealestate.com. Um, I, I, I'll tell you a little bit more about him in a second, but uh, he, there's no one else better prepared uh, to delve into this subject. Um, so, so first I want to talk about the unreal stat of the day. Um, and, and this one is one of the most important because it's actually why we started the company. Um, unreal stat of the day is that uh, the commission to sell a home in the United States Ranges somewhere between five and six percent on average. Um, I just want to pause for a second. Five to six percent. That's nuts to me. That is crazy to me, but that is what it usually is, right? On over 90% of the transactions. Um, and so, why is that important? Why does it matter? Um, I want to walk through an example of that for a second. So, average home in the United States right now is around $400,000. So imagine this is, for the average person, the biggest thing that you own. Uh, you saved for it. You labored over it. Um, your family's in it, whatever it is, right? It's $400,000, which is a fortune to the average person. But typically, you don't own the whole thing. Most people have a mortgage. So for this example, I just want you to imagine um, you've really worked hard. You've saved. You've put money down. It's time to sell. Uh, and you own 25% of this home. So of the $400,000, really your equity is $100,000, right? And you go to sell it. And the commission, they're telling you, is going to be 6%. Well, that 6% is of the $400,000. So you're talking close to $24,000 on average. Uh, but you remember, you only own $100,000 of the four hundred. dollars So that 6% actually just became close to 25% for you right? It's a quarter of your money that's going out to fees. And when we started this company, to me, that was just sort of offensive. Like, it's my money. It's my, like, when I go to the ATM, um, they don't charge me even 6% for that, or certainly not 25%. And my first company, uh, Pangea Money Transfer, we were, we were going after Western Union and money transfer. And we used to have all these slides that showed it would cost you 13%, 13%. To send your money back to Mexico, that's insane. Now, that's only 13%. Now we're talking, and that's just one little money transfer. It could be 100 bucks you're sending. This is a $400,000 transaction. You're telling me you're going to pay 25%? Nuts to me. That's how we started this company. Um, and so I say all that to say, that's what we're going to talk about today uh, in general. Um, Derek Morgan, as I mentioned before, absolute OG in the flat fee uh, MLS, that's multiple listing service uh, selling space. He has over 20 years of experience. Uh, he's done himself more than 10,000 transactions. So I kind of know, you know, sometimes we will we'll post stuff online about this and people will say, oh, like you can't really sell your house without, you know, coming to whatever brokerage. Uh, and we, we sort of, we always try to be like polite and go back to, yeah, no, like we've done like 36,000 of these. Like we, we know what we're doing, uh, but Derek's done thousands on his own. Um, you know, if you looked at the number of uh, houses the average person has bought or sold as an agent, um, easy to say Derek would be in the top, forget 1%. And you see those top producer, 
things. Uh, Derek would probably be in like the 0.1% in, as far as total volume. Um, you can check this on Real Trends. It's all third party. It's out there. Uh, but, but Derek uh, has a ton of experience. He's done this uh, for uh, forsalebyowner.com. Uh, for Tribune Digital, a lot of people don't know Tribune used to be in real estate. Uh, uh, they're no longer, I don't think, that heavy players in it. But uh, Derek was was a, a leader there. Uh, he was the the lead guy at usrealty.com when we acquired it. And then we were lucky uh, and fortunate that he saw our vision, shared it, and, and joined us um, at unrealestate.com. Um, so welcome to the pod, Derek. Thanks, Scott. Glad to be on. So I want to... St- Awesome. Awesome. No, thank you for joining. Um, I know you're a busy guy with all these transactions. Um, I'm, as I often say to people that are on our team that are on this podcast, I can see the Slack channel going, so I know how busy you are. So I'm going to try to be quick and let you get back uh, to helping our customers. Uh, so, okay. Uh, first things first. Uh, you, you've done so many of these um, flat fee, um, really, you know, low cost transactions for folks. Um I would love to hear some of the the war stories um, from your you know two decades of experience uh, from the trenches. Do you, do you have any good war stories um, from brokerage? Yeah, you know, I I would say that a lot of transactions. Uh, you know, the the truth is that from from full service or even a discount flat fee MLS side of real estate, it's it's the same process. And uh, the the stories get get kind of exciting from uh, exploding houses to uh, helping you know the uh, previous third base coach of the Chicago Cubs sell their property. Um, you know we've we've helped everybody, investors. We've helped uh, first time home buyers. We've helped uh, first time home sellers. We've helped the the fix and flip types. Uh, you name it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as war stories, I mean, I've seen it all. Uh, if you start da- going down a, a direction, I'll I'll, uh, I'll have several to tell you. I think the most common story that I I like to emphasize for people is that that honeydew list that everyone has on their on their uh, on their house. Uh, you you really want to tighten it up to make a clear list of of how much each item costs because uh, I would frequently do this for people, and my experience is uh, the spouse says you know something that they would get done in like 30 days before selling. It took them 10 years. Uh, <laughs> in, in, ten, in 10 years, they would get it done in 30 days. Yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of value there. Got it, got it. That's helpful. So let's talk about the old way brokerage used to work, um, the new way uh, that that it works nowadays. Um, what's different? Um, like what what sort of techniques are surviving uh, and, and thriving. And I think maybe a good point to like, think of it time wise, timing wise is, you know, when COVID came in. Absolutely. Kyle, when COVID came, brokers that survived had to learn to thrive by working remotely, just like the home sellers that they were assisting were doing, uh, working from home has been uh, a common thread during COVID, but brokers have found that not only can they, can they be, uh, able to do their work remotely, but they could be more available even to more sellers quicker uh, by being remote. And the discovery is that if I was going to help you or help a friend sell their house, the, the thing I'm going to try to do is give them the family discount. Let them let them list with 0% list fee. I'm going to help them remotely so they can skip all the 
difficult sales, awkward sales meetings in the house. And then I'm going to get them the best marketing so they can get their home sold quickly. And that's what we want to do on real estate is give you the opportunity to have a friend and hook you up with all the, the, the inside discounts. But do it remotely, right? Like that's, it's funny you, you describe it that way because I, I don't, I never even, like when we started the company, I hadn't sold enough homes to have that perspective, but it's sort of where we ended up. We're sort of, you know, we're always sort of like your, like somebody that's like your friend that's not going to take advantage of you. Not that every realtor takes advantage, but that we're, we're simply cutting out the fees. Um, we're here remotely, but all the BS of the, get the coffee and the sit down, we don't, we don't really do any of that. Um, so it's interesting that that's where you, you went with it. Um, because that's not how I thought of it, but it's exactly where we ended up. Um, what do you think is coming in the next decade or so that people should prepare for in residential real estate? And how does unreal estate fit into that? Yeah, I think that we've really been prepared and uh, primed to, to, to look at real estate in a new way, how to do real estate in a new way. Uh, the opportunities, you know, already going remote and focusing on the next generation of, of sellers and buyers that they haven't grown up with paper at all. Like a lot of people yeah. don't even know what, a, why, why do you even purchase a printer anymore? So yeah. everything's digital. And the idea that, that you're going to have the old experience of selling the way your grandmother sold, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, so the question is, if there's, if there's more availability, if there's, if there's, uh, more access to a home seller, uh, home buyers are finding their houses on their own. Now home sellers are, are looking for a way to sell on their own as well. Uh, there's a wall for, for broker marketing that's, that's between the average person and the broker. And so we break down that wall and we give access to the public to be able to market the way a broker markets. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's funny. Like we, I think people often think of us as being sort of anti-broker or anti-realtor, and we're really not. Uh, we are brokers, uh, as it were, nationally licensed brokerage, and we put every home on the multiple listing service, uh, which I think is pretty unique uh, for a firm like ours. Uh, I think the that you hit on it though. Like there's a wall there. The there's like a gatekeeping aspect to this business where the con average consumer wants to simply get their home in front of as many people as possible. Um, and the way to do that is to put it on the MLS. You put on the MLS, it goes on Zillow, it goes on, you know, it goes on our site, it goes on Trulia, Redfin, everywhere. Um, but the average user is like, well, I can't get there without going to a real estate agent. So I have to, you know, I kind of have to do that, right? Your experience has been what in that, when, when people figure out that they can use a digital platform to get onto the MLS, without paying the 6%, what have you seen as like the biggest, like the first question or the biggest sort of, um, you know, uh, tab taboo or, or, or feeling holding them back from that? Yeah. You know, I think, I think the, the real surprise people have is that, you know, they think that they have to sign up and be salespeople, right? They're, they're not sure mm -hmm. what, what to expect. Um, mm -hmm. when they realize mm -hmm. that all they're doing is they're, they're taking a, an opportunity to take a physical object in the world and make it a digital product of it, getting some professional yep. photography, floor plan, and putting that in a digital space where buyers are already doing 100% of their shopping in a digital space, okay? And if you, don't, if you don't participate in that, you're really not even for sale. And there's no sales 
involved, we've already seen a lot of car car dealers say, let's get away from the car dealerships. Let's get away from, right. from the haggling for pricing. Let's just make it simple for people. Give them a digital picture, give them a price, let them purchase it. And that's that's where we're headed. Yeah, my last car I bought completely, it was during the, the pandemic, so I, I got it completely online. Um, and it was transformative for me. I was like, I kind of had to feel, okay. I was like, I'm never going to a dealership again. That's what it felt like at the time. Right. Uh, I might still be on that that tip, but I don't know. But to, to me, this is this is similar in a lot of ways. Um, so let's let's be real with people. Like what, you know, it, it's like, oh, that sounds kind of too good to be true. You're telling me, you know, before I was going to pay 6%, now I'm going to pay whatever. I, so now I think our average um, seller is paying something like 2.5%. Um, it's their choice within that. And all that goes to the, the buy side, uh, the buy side agent. What um, what are they missing out on? So we, you know, obviously we have agents, they're remote. Um, we've got the yard signs and the lock boxes and we'll we'll do the photos for all that stuff we do. But, you know, someone that's considering doing it this way, whether it's with us or anybody else, what, what are they missing out on? Yeah, I think I think the. Uh, it's the in-person visit at the uh, kitchen table where yeah. the agent is uncomfortably asking you to drop your sales price so that he can get mm-hmm. a faster commission. Um, mm-hmm. you really, mm-hmm. you're really just, you're looking at the difference between selling it your way or selling it the agent's way. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you a little story. When I first got my license back in 2000, it, the question was, um, you know, how, how many, how many agents really last in the business? And it was like, well, one out of three agents that get their license, keep their license. And it was, it was kind of an amazing stat. Uh, they teach you how to get a license about what to do for compliance, but they don't necessarily teach you how to sell a house. So when you, when you first go into an office, your first question is, how do I sell a house? Somebody tell me yeah. what, what is the secret? You know, I'm yeah. finally in the brokerage. I'm on the inside. So you can, yeah. you can go ahead and tell me what the secret is, you know? And the first thing they tell you is put it on the MLS and it'll happen. And so <laughs> you're, well, that's, you're what's really, funny about that. Yeah. So what's really funny about that to me is, uh, this is in t- like, so you're saying this is back in like 2000, 2001. Um, right. and this is like kind of pre Zillow, right? So like, now that's even more true because you put something on the MLS, it gets blasted out. Everybody's searching the internet first for real estate. Like 99%, right. I mean, these, these stats are out there. Like 99% of people, you start your home search even before, actually it's before you're even really searching. You're kind of just playing around typically on, you know, these browsing websites. And then at some point you get serious, but you're finding the home online. Uh, and this is one of our key insights when we started the company because we were like, so like, yeah, I do need some guidance, um, but I don't know that I need to do it the way that my parents did it, right? Where I start off, I go to this agent's office first. Like a lot of times people are finding the house on their own without even, you know, using the agent, right? The agent doesn't come in until the negotiations happen or you want to do the inspections or whatever it is. Of course, it's on the buy side, but it's it's funny that you, even even before, you know, the internet was so widely used for this, that it was the same trick, put the home on the MLS. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I, and I think that you make a really good point that buyers are not looking at fees at all. They're not looking at mm. what commissions agents get. They're not even thinking about what agent's going to help me to buy a property. Buyers are just looking at like you're doing car shopping. They're just looking at what, what kind of, what style of property do I, do I like? 
How much, mm-hmm. how much space do I think that I need? Um, they're, they're thinking about the product. And once they find that product, they're just looking to, to get inside that product and take a look at it. So tapping an agent to set up a, a showing or, or looking for a way to just schedule a showing directly with the seller is completely fine with them. Whether or not you're offering yeah. a buyer commission as a seller, a high commission, a low commission, an extra bonus for the agent to come show your property. You see home sellers that as soon as they list their house, they're, they're trying to send out emails and and make messages on social media saying, agents, I'll give you an extra thousand dollars. Come show my property. And yep. the truth is agents see that as spam. They ignore it. And okay. it's really just the buyers finding finding what they like. All right. So I want to uh, switch gears real, real um, just quickly here. Um, we talked a lot about sell side. Uh, a lot of what we do every day is put homes on the multiple listing service. I think they typically sell three times faster than the average. Um, we're saving over $11,000, I think, on average for people selling their homes on our, our platform. I think, you know, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is you have a passion for just that and knowing <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty, you know, it's a very specific thing. People that don't want to, you know, pay the 6%. I want to talk about buy side a little bit. You know, what we've seen growing on our site a lot has been, you know, condos for sale, um, mobile homes for sale, even land for sale. People really going after those um, sort of categories. Uh, statistically, we've seen just for whatever reason, maybe maybe because of high interest rates, people are kind of, you know, thinking, oh, maybe I'll get something smaller in a condo or a mobile home. Um, and maybe people are, you know, planning to, to build something to save some money with the land. I, I can't I can't really tell for sure yet. Um, usually we can still help people remotely um, with our agents for buy side. Uh, we can also refer them to an agent uh, that's full service. I guess I, I guess the, the I think people will understand what a you know, full service agent sort of works like. We'd love to hear you, you know, talk just briefly about what that uh, remote buy side experience is like uh, for people on our platform. Yeah, that's an interesting question, Kyle. Um, ultimately, I think it's I think it's already been pointed out by the Department of Justice looking at the real estate industry as a whole and saying that sell on the sell side to compare with contrast with buy side, on the sell side, sellers deserve the right to choose. How much how much service they want and um, how much they want to pay you know it shouldn't have to be one size fits all the way that my grandfather did it is the way I have to do it uh, yep. there's a new opportunity and there's new business models that make it make it more uh, more advantageous to, to, to try to sell in a different way and the same thing's true on the buy side on the buy side if you know you want a property you really don't have to go down the the, the, the path of of a uh, meeting, a buyer's meeting and, and, you know, showing, you know, drive. when I looked at my first property, I was handed a, a, a list of properties and was told to drive neighborhoods and, and look at lots of properties to, to get a feel for the, uh, the whole area. So I wouldn't waste the agent's time. Yeah. So yeah. now it's very easy to find a property. You've looked online, you know, look, I want that. Just like buying a, a car, give me that vehicle. And let's make an offer. I mean, let's get this yep. done. So the idea that you want to do this um, remotely is is a normal thing. Uh, we could set up a showing, get you in the house, write write an offer for you, and get you to closing in a much faster way. And that's yeah. kind of a new a new concept for for before pre COVID. But now that COVID's hit, I mean, there's agents that 
they've done 100% of their business all year long remotely with buyers and sellers. And it's, it's, it's been the busiest year of their lives. Yeah, I've seen that. That's it's sort of an in some ways annoying to me because it's like we were already doing it because that was our business before COVID hit, and then like all the, and we were charging what we we're charging, and then right. essentially everybody started doing the same thing, uh, and then charging you know three times as much. <laughs> you know, I was like, damn it, how do we not you know take advantage of this? But but uh, yeah, so so no, I'm glad I'm glad you said that. Um, okay, so I'm gonna do a quick quick recap. Uh, you know, we've talked about. Um, you know, the ability to sell, sell your home essentially with, with remote help uh, and the sort of ease of doing that and the fact that um, culturally people have gotten so used to that. Uh, certainly the savings are gigantic. Um, we've talked about, um, you know, the buy side, uh, opportunities for people to, to buy essentially the same way with, with remote help um, and how that, that's just kind of, you know, because of sort of happenstance and we were forced to do it. Uh, it's become sort of you know very normal, um, and we we've we've talked about um, you know really some really one of the only missing things in that experience is not not having that uh, that that person come to your to your kitchen table and, and sell you on the you know what you have to price it at it etc. Um, we didn't really talk about the, the 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 tech of how we you know price the homes and all that, but I, you know I think we covered uh, today. I really wanted to just talk about like that personal. Because you're because you're a broker, uh, that that personal experience. I think we did a, we, we did a good coverage of that. Um, so now is one of my favorite parts of the show. We're gonna do a fit check, sneakers. I've actually I think I can't remember if I've had these on before or not, but I'll go first, and then I'm gonna okay. we're gonna figure out what what you got on your on your feet. All right, today I'm in the Wave Runner. Okay. I know I've, I've, worn, I've worn these before. These are the Yeezy uh, 700 uh, Wave Runners. I had to wear them again today because some people call these uh, 700 OGs or Yeezy. And you are the OG at our company. You've done all these transactions. Anytime I have a real estate question, personally, professionally, otherwise, I call you. And so I, nice. I wore them in respect and in honor of you today. Thanks, Kyle. That's, that's, that's big. <laughs> I guess no it's problem. my turn. Your turn, man. Let's see him. <laughs> so my my secret. This is an old hack. I I stick with the slides. Oh, oh, you came with the slide. Okay, what's that? Why why the slides? You know, I learned I learned a long time ago when commuting to Chicago, uh, the the concrete uh, path to the Tribune Tower. That uh, you know, I would I would see these uh, attorneys in their three piece suits. Yes, yeah. suited and booted. Suited and booted, and they've got their their waveforms on, and I, and then I would see occasionally these people would I, did they break their leg? They have a large plastic boot on their foot, and uh, I had a doctor tell me uh, through the pain I was getting in my foot from this this path on the concrete jungle, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make some adjustments, or you're gonna be wearing a boot too. So I learned. Oh, about so you the went slide. past the sneaker. You you went right. You said no. I'm gonna go full open open toe right to the to the slide. I, I would do the sneaker, but I learned that you have to add the slide as well. Um, in, fa- in fact, the, the Adesage uh, slide, I'm not wearing them right now, is, is the best. Yeah. It's, it's massaging. Oh, uh, with the little and, dots. The little, oh, as, uh, yes. Okay. I love those. It, I have those. But I'll tell the you. The moment you feel the pain, put those on. Okay. So I have, a, and I've cycled through them. Uh, like every couple of years, we're not, but I found they changed the pattern. It used to be way more like pokey 
in the bottom, right. like it's more, right? And if you go online, there are all these people complaining like, ah, oh, these can be a little bit painful. I'm like, painful? This is the best feeling massage on your feet ever. They made it. But anyway, so I'm with you on those. Right, right. You got it. Okay, man. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're busy. Um, love, loved having you. You answered some really, I think, key questions uh, for us today. And um, you're going to receive a gift. All of our guests receive a uh, gift in the mail. So look out for that coming soon. Um, I think you're going to love it. And um, we'd love to have you back on again to answer more questions. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a good experience. I, a lot I'd love to say. And thanks for having me on. All right. You're welcome. Chat soon.